You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. This episode is sponsored by Nutrafol. To get your first month supply with subscription for $10, visit nutrafol.com and use promo code MADCAST during checkout. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from evil marketing to munch carpeting. With over 3.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Happy to be here, Maddox. And as always, the junior journalist, Taylor Nikolai. Journalist in moderation. (laughs) Uh, Yet, welcome back to the show. Guys, exciting show this week. We've got a huge debate. We've got a, a controversial one, I think, that a lot of people don't really think about or consider. I don't even know what the debate is. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you're going to find out because I'm about to say it. It is, <laughs> is plastic surgery false advertising? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting because there is a story that I'm going to read uh, a little bit later that leads into this debate. It's something that actually became a topic a couple of years back. And this is something that actually, you know, is now in the zeitgeist. People are thinking about it. But first, I want to introduce our guest this week. She's been on the show two times before. Three. Three times before. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Please welcome back to the show, Therapist Kelly. Hi. So happy to be here. Kelly, Thanks welcome so back. Yeah. So um, as some of you may or may not be able to tell, my voice is a little bit shot. I just got back from VidCon and there was a bunch of really loud parties where I had to scream at people mm-hmm. so they could hear me. And there was nothing important. It, was it just sounds kind of like good, actually. Yeah. It's like Does it really? Yeah, a little deeper, you know? Oh, shit. Hey. Mm-hmm. This is what I needed. Puberty didn't do the job. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kelly, um, as we've mentioned in the past, mm-hmm. you know, for, for first-time listeners, you have the show that you do with Dr. Deborah mm-hmm. and Therapist Kelly Show, right? Exactly. On LA Talk Radio. Yep. Yeah, still doing that. And very exciting news, right? Do you want to mention that you... Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. I have a book coming out, the 26th. It's called Thriving with ADHD. It's a workbook for kids. Both my boys have it. I've gone crazy and decided to help other moms out there. Well, congratulations. And, and that's you. is it your first book? or It's you, actually my third. Your third book. That's yeah. right. Yeah, okay. And, and uh, you've been working on this for a while and it's finally... Actually, it's so funny. It was a six-week uh, deadline, so I just had to like. Whoa! Yeah, I really had Holy to like, turn it out. Did you write a book in six weeks? I did. Do you need yeah. ADHD to write a book about ADHD in six weeks? <laughs> Thank God I don't have it. I don't know if I could have done it. You need to teach Maddox how to write books. No. Because it takes him a really long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it, Taylor. We get your joke. But uh, you know what, Taylor? We have. Last week, we asked the audience whether or not Taylor deserves a promotion. By the way, I was at the same parties. Is my voice messed up? Slightly. It, really? A little it's bit. still super duper high. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's but slightly less lower. high. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe fewer people will question what gender I am. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, you think he's a guy? <laughs> really unlikely. Um, but, <laughs> but we should get on with the debate this week. So... Is plastic surgery false advertising? Before we do that, I want to hear everyone's buzzers. Here's mine. And Therapist Kelly? Sure. Trigger. And Ron Babcock. There it is. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else or we're just chiming in with an interjection or we just want to add something to the debate. (laughs) So plastic surgery, Uh it's all plastic surgery? Yeah, let's say all all plastic surgery. Okay, so everything. Yeah. Okay. Because what type of plastic surgery? Most plastic surgery is cosmetic, right? Right. And it's it's well, not for, necessarily. 
but well, what? Well, let's let's exclude like burn patients, right? Things like that, right? Okay. okay. So that's not false. Right. So you're just excluding for... the burn patients. We're always excluding burn patients. So on just for cosmetics is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, just okay. for just for cosmetics. Yeah. Okay. So is plastic surgery false advertising? That's the debate this week, and there's a reason this became a story. I don't know if you guys heard. The, the real question you're asking is. Hey man, them titties are fake. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Pretty much a, what what we're right. getting to. I'm assuming that's what this story you're about to read no, is about. Uh, really? No, wrong. Uh, okay. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, wrong angle here. Wrong but one. here's here's the actual story. This happened in I think 2015. There was an internet urban legend that destroyed a model's career. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys heard about this. I I thought it was real up until literally today. And I, when I was doing research about the story, and I found out it was just an urban legend, but it did have real. Repercussions on this model's career. In 2012, a Taiwanese model named Heidi Ye was a successful working model booking regular jobs with name brands. Then she uh, signed on to do an ad for a Taiwanese cosmetic clinic, and that's when her personal and professional nightmare started. So this ad featured Ye in a family portrait setting with a man and three children. The man looked noticeably different from the children, who Ye says were retouched to look the way they do in the ad. The tagline reads, The only thing you'll ever have to worry about is how to explain it to the kids. And so this rumor started that this guy was trying to uh, divorce his his wife because she looked very pretty because of plastic surgery and his kids looked ugly. Oh. And so he said that that was false advertising. I didn't sign up for this. I wow. expected to have beautiful children, but that's not what you look like. Uh-huh. Whoa. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, well, it turns out the story is not real. Okay. Uh, but the... The damage is done. Uh-huh. They spread this around. It became, it, it got translated in multiple languages, got spread around the world. Wow. And everybody thought this was a real story. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just this advertising campaign. So that's what this debate is about today. Is mm-hmm. plastic surgery false advertising? If you married somebody who looked different mm-hmm. than they were, you know, naturally born. Right, sure. Would you be upset that your kids look different? No. I, I, I mean, no. Uh, to me, it's like if you are not happy with something about yourself, I think you, you change it so you feel better. You feel more confident. So to me, yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, I think the whole kid thing is crazy because DNA comes together in ways that we don't we don't know which part right. who's who. It's true. You're like, oh, so... Like there's no uggos on your side of the family. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, genes don't just come from you. They come from everyone who's been a part of you, your whole tribe. Right. What everybody's fucking beautiful in the family? Like, come on, man. Like you guys so that that's ridiculous. Now, plastic surgery, and you said, okay, we're not gonna include burn victims, but I do donate to Operation Smile. It's children who have there fucked up that's uh lips through yeah. like Amazon. And right? that Amazon would be yeah, yeah, that would be uh <laughs> that would be considered cosmetic. Yes. Because they're just giving themselves a but, nice oh, smile. Okay, but we, we're excluding And anybody. I don't think that there's anything <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you know where I'm going to go. I, yeah, the real so- strong stance there from Ron Babcock. Right. You know, defending you. I was yeah. thinking of the children. I mean, I don't know. What, what, what's your thoughts? Here's what you said. Okay, so you said that, that your genetics, right? Mm-hmm. Your kids, it, for, it comes from everyone down your family line, right? Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, that's okay. true, okay. But which is why I got a buzzer. You got the buzzer. Usually you play that buzzer after someone says something is true, but okay. Um, have you ever seen, like, hot people have kids? Their kids are also... Not the act of, I, I generally. That's wish. all I watch. I, okay. Yeah, there's a Pornhub. There's a website called Pornhub that's just, like, hot people having kids. <laughs> I don't think they're having children. Really? Because they don't pull out. They're, they're trying to have children. Right. Really? Yeah. So they do it wrong sometimes. <laughs> you would not believe. <laughs> I thought 
we were talking about plastic surgery. How, how, how did we get into this? Okay, so well, the, there's a lot of plastic surgery on this website as well. Uh, but yeah, they're they're very attractive people. A lot of them uh-huh. have used plastic surgery. So you know, if they have kids, they're not going to necessarily. I've seen people who have had plastic surgery, and they look dramatically different. Right. Their their nose, their chin structure, mm-hmm. their their cheeks, everything looks yeah. dramatically different. So if you have a kid like that, should you have to disclose that? What would you... Well, don't do you think most people would disclose that to like let to their people know that yeah. they like? Is there anybody who's getting married and not telling that? Oh, hey, I, yeah, I had some plastic surgery done in the past. I'm sure there are people who are like oh, yeah. embarrassed about. Yeah, people don't talk. Want about to that think stuff. that they were naturally born like that? Sure. Wow. Yes, I, I know some of these people in real life. Oh, who, really? Who have not told their significant other? It's well, it's hard for someone like me to even identify because if I went into a plastic surgeon office, he'd be like, "What are you doing here? You're done." <laughs> and you don't need anything. Yeah, and it's, it's that's right. a that's a cross I have to carry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just always being the person that knowing that everybody compares themselves to me right. at a party. And that's really difficult for me. And just being too hot all the time. Yeah, yeah. I have that problem too. I'm super buff now. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm curious from your perspective, if you if you met a woman and like, would it matter if she had plastic surgery? Forget the kid part of it. I mean, I don't, I here's the thing. Like if she got a nose job done in high school because she didn't like her nose, mm-hmm. like I don't really give a Care. shit. Is it something that like, you feel good about okay, but I would be I would feel weird if I was with someone who like wasn't aging gracefully, uh-huh. like the kind of person who tries to desperately hold on to their youth sure. and is getting like just Botox in every single part of their. So like everyone in LA, uh, yeah, I yeah. would like at some point I'm just like I don't think aging is a bad thing. Right. You know, and I think there's a way you do it gracefully and elegantly. What I think is creepy is when you see like women pushing 50 mm-hmm. and they're still kind of like acting like they're still in their 20s mm-hmm. and they're holding on to something that isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like there's something about that that like is sad to me. Mm-hmm. What's what's aging gracefully? I hear this a lot. Um, someone who's not afraid of gray. Like taking care of yourself throughout your life, mm-hmm. you know, and like staying active, basically. And also being confident with who you are. That's aging gracefully. It's mm-hmm. all about just confidence and, and, and being accepting, o- it. accepting it and okay with who you are. I, I feel like, um, so I, a long time ago, I met Neil Strauss. Now, Neil Strauss, for those who don't know, oh, the, is... the dating dude. Yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. who wrote The Game. And that oh. is the book about pickup artists, right? Uh-huh. So I went to his place and one of the dudes who was hanging out there was on his show, the pickup artist on VH1. He was, uh, oh, I forget his name. It's like Tommy or something. He was a big dude. Mm-hmm. And this guy carried himself with such confidence mm-hmm. that it 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 seemed like he, it didn't phase him ever a single day in his life. But that's not who he o- always was. He was a, an insecure guy before mm-hmm. he gained the confidence that he needed to be uh, okay with himself. So I think that's, to answer your question, Taylor, what aging gracefully would be is just having the confidence to be comfortable with yourself. I agree. So what if it was like a really ugly, confident person? Um, you say that they're Yeah, I mean, we got a president, Absolutely. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <Right. laughs> I still. What's so weird about him is that I still don't know what his hair actually is. Nobody does, no, and that's weird. so weird. Yeah. yeah, I think it's made out of like old Fritos. Well, isn't like the the best evidence is that it's just like on the sides, and then he does it, and then like I want to see that process. It's so wispy. Like it looks like it was like it. It looks like it was um. He doesn't even use a blow dryer. He just uses the wind. Like it's so. <laughs> it looks like a fan of the yeah, it looks like a, a wish that just is about to yeah. come true. Like you it, know, like it's so delicate. It uh-huh. looks like it takes a while. 
Well, so, is like, that, does is he that, have a team? Is that, that false that? advertising then? I mean, it, well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. where do you draw the line? Because it's like, I dye my hair. So is that false advertising? You know, I mean. Well, no, that's so. I, but that's yeah. temporary. Uh, cosmetic surgery is, is permanent. permanent okay, so, you, the, so you're going to cut it off at permanent. At permanent, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, even tattoos. Like somebody got like a, a mole removed from their face. L- yeah. Let's say they had one of those honking moles. Not the cute one mm-hmm. that like Cindy Crawford had. I'm right. talking yeah. one like right on the edge of the uh-huh. nose. Yeah, that's yeah. just like, uh, right. like an Uncle Buck. Like when he wanted just gnaw off. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, there's a quarter. Somebody's going to rack and gnaw that thing off your face. Like, and they take that off. Like, well, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know? Well, okay, but that's not carried on genetically, right? You're you're not going to pass on the same mole in the same place to your kids necessarily. Yeah, it's going to be in a new place. Yeah. Dude, you want to know something crazy? What? I was uh, sitting next to a guy on a flight once, and he had this giant mole on his arm. And I'm talking like half dollar size. And there was... Not just like one hair coming oh. out of it. Yeah. We're talking like a like legitimate fuck ton of hair. Yeah. And it was so fucking long that you could have twirled your ah. your oh, finger around gosh. it like a like oh. a, a villain, you know, making plans. And Mark. he was an Asian guy and I was oh. looking at and it was like the type and also he slept with his head just on the tray table, like no pillow, just head straight down. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting next to the weirdest man in the world. But then I did a little research afterwards and uh uh, an Asian friend of mine told me, she's like, oh, no, like, moles, like, they're considered, like, super lucky. W- interesting. Oh. So it's like, it's like, and they, they, so you never, like, you're, it was like something like about, like. Are they still lucky when they give you cancer? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Salty Taylor. Right. <laughs> you get a ding and a boo for yeah. that. I haven't gotten enough sleep lately. So. I like Salty Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Salty Taylor. Yeah, we need more salt from Taylor. So. so so yeah, I, and by the way, I've, I've had that same story, except there was a cop who pulled me over in the speed trap little town, and he pulled me over, and I could not focus on anything but his his hairy mole on his arm, and it was it was exactly like you're describing. It was huge and fuzzy, and I'm like, why? Why do something with it, man? Shave it or something? But okay, but here's a great th- concept. What we we're talking about before is culturally what's acceptable, what's not. Like in China, that's that's considered beautiful. Oh, you like you got yourself a mole? Man? Oh my god! Like Good for you. Like I wish I had that. You know, versus yeah. like so it's so interesting culturally. Like, I mean, think about it. Butt implants have increased tremendously in America, but in Brazil, it was always sort of a big thing. So it's like, you so know. Like butt implants, where you get like more butt in your butt? Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. Where does that butt come from? It's, I don't know if it's silicone. Is it the same as silicone. like breast? When I die, I like to donate my butt. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like the silicone thing, like they put in boobs, like they yeah, put in so, your butt. Sometimes, yeah. But uh, there's all these like horror stories. Like, yeah, there are girls that's who've the done thing it. that I don't understand yeah. is just the fact that this is going to be a thing that's part of your body forever. Mm-hmm. You're telling me for the next 60 years that the thing you're putting in your chest is just going to work A-OK? We can't even make a microwave that works for more than seven years. It's always back with the technology doesn't work. I get so you. fucking angry <laughs> about stuff, about planned obsolescence. I get so angry about it. We, okay. But like, it's like it's going to right. stuff burst. And I know that it's gotten better, but like, I don't trust that that stuff is just going to work for 30 years. Right. Well, no, no. But they say breast implants, you have to change them every 10 years. So you're, Wait, you're what? In, yeah. So you're in for another surgery after oh 10 years gosh. it's like an oil filter for your yeah. car exactly yeah. for your boobs yeah. uh we got a chat so we're doing this live on saturdays guys if you mm-hmm. haven't checked it out yet uh follow me on twitter follow us on facebook and i will post the link when we go live on saturdays we've got some people in the chat room Lori foster longtime friend of the show and listener and good friend of mine says Lori foster says do people really pick their potential mates based on the fact that they want good-looking children <laughs> ah, i, I mean, 
think so, yeah. I don't think so. No, I've never I don't looked think at so. a girl and be like, oh man, she's gonna give me some fucking good looking kids. Hot, hot kids? You don't yeah. think so, man? I don't I don't really care if I like I don't really think about my kids' hotness. My right. my uh, non existent potential kids, like, man, I hope my kids fuck hard one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's never entered my mind. But there have been studies that have found that people who are generally considered attractive in on average make more money in life. Have you ever seen oh, an yeah. ugly a, a, a hot homeless person? No. The answer is no. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, yeah. You saw Some, a hot homeless Well, person? sometimes I don't know if they're homeless. You know, it's that age-old game, hipster or homeless. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a little bit different. But an actual homeless person who's ugly is really rare. Right. I, I mean, I don't... Uh, excuse me. I do, I do really agree with you. Beautiful, really yeah, yeah. I, I knew what you meant. I do agree with you that like people who... Um, look are, are are conventionally more attractive. Do make more money, yeah. in life. So, so you would want that, right, for your yeah, kids? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess what I want to know is what what is the problem with plastic surgery? Where, first of all, I think plastic surgery is okay, but I, at the same time, I don't think it's necessarily the best thing for us. Hmm. I think it's a, it's an okay thing to do, but I don't think it's like always like the. I think it's like anything. We just do it too much. Well, there, where we do you we, we have no moderation, yeah. right? Where do you draw the line though? Because Lips tattoos. Stop doing stuff to your lips. Well, yeah, I mean, lip stuff always looks a little bit weird. Like it's, yeah, I've it seen, is. it's very rare when I see like a lip thing that went well, right? And it becomes more and more. It becomes like this, um, this vicious cycle in Los Angeles when they do it the first time. It doesn't look good. It gets like puffy and and, and chapped and like mm-hmm. rip. It rips the skin because it doesn't stretch properly. I think you draw the line at the moment you can tell that that person has had plastic surgery. Mm. Well, you can tell. But I mean, if it's good, expensive plastic surgery, you can't tell. Hey, then you know what? So are you a classist? A classist? No, I just, I'm a person who enjoys quality work. Yeah, he does enjoy quality work. So, well, so here's, here's, a, here's a tell. What if you date, you know, a girl or a guy, uh-huh. and you found them very attractive, and you go home for the holidays for the first time, mm-hmm. and you see her, her oh, mother, old, or, oh, her mother. Or, or his father, uh-huh. and you're like, um, what's going on here? Because you don't look anything like right. Your your parents look like kind of like uggos, and you you, you look fantastic. What's going like, like? What's going? Would you, you sound like an awesome guy to be I, in a relationship with? Exactly. I, <laughs> hey, I babe, classic guy. What's with your mom? <laughs> I think I wouldn't care because I would if I would have loved her enough to actually visit her family. It, her looks wouldn't matter at that Shut point. Up, Taylor. <laughs> Tired of Taylor shit. <laughs> Such a good guy, Taylor. Stan Morris says Maddox that actually happened. Stan Morris in the chat room said that uh, I guess that's happened before. So, yeah, if you go home for yeah. the holidays, you meet your partner's parents. Well, even p- imagine if you go home and you see an old picture of your partner and then you're like, oh, oh wow, this was uh, the before. Uh, so uh, that, uh. I think, would be more unsettling to the yeah, person. Yeah. Well, but, like, why would you be pissed? It's like you got this hot-ass partner. Like, right. What's the big deal? Maybe your yeah. kids aren't going to be super-duper hot. That's your whole thing. No, I don't think it's about the kids. I don't think I'm it's just about saying the kids. that's what that's what he's saying. Right. But but if you it's a it should be a consideration. it could be a consideration. I'll say this. It's a it could be a consideration for some people who are going into a relationship. Right. I was with this guy and he was great and then he broke up with me because he says I wouldn't give him super hot children. <laughs> Do you realize how crazy that sounds? It's, I, I think this is so rare. I think this is so rare. I agree. Yeah. Well, if you could get plastic surgery, okay. You could get plastic surgery, what would you do? What would you change? Mm. About myself, I'm very comfortable with myself in every way. So okay, well, we have some notes. <laughs> um, so I mean, I uh, I'm short, and uh, I've like there was a time in my life when I was uh, having very low self esteem, and I genuinely thought about doing that surgery where they 
break your legs yeah. and stretch them. What? Yeah. yeah. So that thank you, Taylor. That's I, a great I heard about this. Yeah, let's hear it. It's a it's a whole like subculture of mm-hmm. of guys because there's a stigma in society about shorter guys. Women tend not to want to date guys who are shorter than them. So there's this entire subculture. And I talked to one of these guys on Facebook oh a while gosh. ago. Where Whoa. he said, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. He, I was gonna have him on as a guest on the show because he went through this surgery. So he oh, could he reach did. up to the keyboard to type right back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a fraud. Shaming them. But this, but it's a real thing, and these guys feel, uh-huh. you know, after the surgery, sometimes they'll only gain like three centimeters, four centimeters, but it makes a world of difference. They feel more confident, etc. But that's a good consideration because if you are shorter than you actually are after the surgery, then is that false advertising? Because if you have, you know, particularly short children. Do you think that that, I mean, it is. And by the way, I would never actually do this at this point. Like there's so many fears with like, I like do, I'm an athlete. So, uh, well, I play, (laughs) look at everyone's silence. Well, you play Fortnite? I I play sports and stuff. And like the idea, like your legs would probably crack, you know? I mean, yeah. Okay. Sure. It might be false advertising in some cases. Now, to general society, like, why would I care if this guy's a few centimeters taller or not? To his, it would be false Every- advertising if they didn't tell their partner about it. Okay, so you're That's, all about the disclosure. Yeah, well, I think okay. if I if I went through something where I changed my, I would. You're supposed to be the partner you you choose for life is supposed to be the person you have to be the most honest with. Right. So if you're not disclosing something, mm-hmm. especially something where it's like, yeah, I used to look totally fucking different, and then I went through this like surgery that changed my face or some other aspect of your body yeah i think that should be mentioned just because that's your partner and that's Mm -hmm. who you share that shit with so in that case i think it would be false advertising but for the rest of society like i don't give a fuck well let's extend this to gender yeah i was thinking about that yeah so Uh gender reconstructive surgery Uh this is a bad direction to go no i don't think so because we had on the show a long time ago blair white who is a trans woman Mm -hmm. and we debated are traps gay and that was kind of an interesting uh Mm -hmm. topic but we actually debated this very frankly she's very open about it um and there's a pretty big debate that you should disclose that to your partner or or not what do you think about that because that is also well it's not entirely cosmetic because sometimes it is uh gender reassignment as opposed to like a a a preference like yeah that's a that's a big this is one of those conversations where anything we say might be ethical and moral now screenshotted it and then show it in 20 years they'd be like how dare they <laughs> say right, that? Exactly. yeah look at those fucking yeah. uh, gender ableists or yeah, whatever exactly. yeah they'll, they'll like, come up with some new slur too yes <laughs> absolutely yeah i feel like it's one of those things that you should mention at some point but obviously you can't do it on the first date you know you would have to on in, the first in tinder date. profiles often they say in their tinder profile well it's like kind of when if you go out with a girl and she has kids you know is she supposed to say to me like i have kids or yeah man that's so on on tinder the way they usually do it is that they hold kids and the the assumption is if they say not my kids you know there's not your they're not the kids but if they they don't say that then it's like oh she's got a couple kids but why does the woman have to disclose that she has kids but not if she has fake boobs because you could just tell. Well, if with fake boobs and fake asses, here's where I don't really yeah. care. It's not to me. It is. I mean, it's 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 not what you were born with. But I don't care about the false advertising angle of right. that because if I'm going to have kids with this person, because again, we're going back to the story I about want the my guy. daughter have big old titties. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> I don't care. I don't want my daughter to have big big old titties or a big ass because like that's creepy. I don't want to think about my daughter in any kind of like sexual right. sexual way, mm-hmm. and I don't want to think about what. <laughs> sorry, I'm insane, Ron. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so that's the one time I would uh-huh. I'd be like, 
okay, yeah, you know, her mom's got a great ass, but I don't necessarily care or want my daughter to as well. Right, I mean, right. if she does, great. If not, that's fine too. I right. don't want to think about my daughter's ass. But uh, <laughs> this is this is by far the most I've ever speculated about a, a, a child I, I don't have. Right. And, 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 and her potential ass. Um, <laughs> and it's already making me feel uncomfortable. Therapist Kelly. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would want it disclosed. You would want it I disclosed. I would absolutely want it disclosed. If your wife had an ass implant, you'd want to know that? Oh, I was talking about the gender stuff. Oh, the gender stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's where a lot of people lie that, uh, you know, they fall on that side of the spectrum. Well, sure. Stan Morris, uh, he brought up a good point in the chat room. He said trans people often face violence mm. for telling folks. Oh well, that's you know what they good. I didn't. You know, I, I got to be honest. I don't. I have a couple of trans friends, but we don't really like talk about it. Only because I don't like. Sometimes I just want to have a conversation with someone. You know, like I don't want it to be like yet another person to be like. So yeah, I like. I'm like because I'm sure they go through that life like constantly mm-hmm. having to talk about it. It's like man, sometimes you just want to talk about the Avengers too. Right. You know? Yeah. Sure. I never bring up anything that's you know obvious unless they do or, or they want to talk about it because I don't think it's fair for people to be mm-hmm. uh, identified by that their whole lives Absolutely. if that's you know that's that shouldn't be the only thing that identifies them yeah uh but yeah i feel the same way about that but anyway back to this back to this whole thing so you don't think that there's any issue that uh you know we've talked about shortness we've talked about height mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about hair if guys okay. so what about this what if you're what if your um mm. your husband uh-huh. had like some kind of hair surgery right, right? and regrew his hair somehow mm-hmm. because of uh you know like the transplant or like whatever. transplant exactly uh-huh. i'm and listening okay <laughs> yeah and didn't disclose that to uh-huh. your to you right and your child your children all come your out children bald. 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 <laughs> yeah you have bald babies do you want yeah. bald babies so cute <laughs> your child came out with a full pompadour that's <laughs> <laughs> all perfect that's even weirder i mean okay so here's my thing first of all i think that if you if you feel comfortable disclose it yes i don't know if I'd feel tricked in any way. I mean, I think that you go for a partner you love. You're not so much focused on what's my offspring going to be. And and I wouldn't be pissed if it didn't turn out right, because kind of like what you were saying at the beginning, I mean, you get what you get and you can't be upset. Like, that's it. You know, we don't know where it comes from and everything like that. So I think the argument boils down to if it's going to go away, then it's something that you can complain about. Uh, that they didn't disclose it. What so, like, mean? if if somebody had a nose that they had on, but it you it f- fell off five days later, like that's something <laughs> that it's like, well, you probably should have disclosed that to me. And I guess maybe it's weird. Like, there's a weird middle ground where, like, every ten years or so, you have to get re breast huh. implants. Yeah. Maybe that's that's a weirder line. I don't know. I guess that's where I'm coming from. But I, I do think the gender thing is like, I feel like that's got to come up in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- that I would should say be, like if, if yeah. because why why wouldn't you disclose it? Because you'd be afraid that the person would be freaked out mm. and they would leave. So you're setting you're already starting your relationship off, not necessarily on a lie, but withholding of the truth. Sure. And I don't think that that's a very good foundation to right, build something. Right. Now, I, I don't know the history of this, and I, and I, I pray that the, this isn't transphobic in any way, but I would assume most people actually do disclose before having any sort of physical reaction. I think or, so. Yeah. But in, in the trans community, it's the, you know it's split, not 50-50. Most, people, mm-hmm. most trans people do agree that you should disclose it, but some people do not. Some people say, well, you should love me how right. I am, who I am, as you see, you know. Mm. 
but and this uh, is who I am now, so it doesn't even matter exactly, what I was. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it is a consideration. I mean, this is going getting into like uh, you know the the politics of gender and and reproduction, but it is a consideration if you if you do want to have kids with your partner and they don't disclose that. Here's my my thought. I think disclosure is wonderful. It all across the board. Like I think the more you can disclose with somebody, the better, because then it's like it's out on the table. And you can build a nice solid foundation from there. So that's what about what mental illness? I mean, listen, if you're going to be with somebody who's um, going to be mentally ill, they need you need to be prepared. And I mean, they need do you to really know. need to even disclose it? I mean, I kind of feel like that's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually right. a conversation I've had with a lot of people. Yeah. Like, do I disclose on my dating profile, like not necessarily me, but like I mean, we that I have this and that. all the shit out right immediately right at the top. I mean, you know, it's like well, no, but that's my win- question. What what? How much do you yeah. put up front? I don't think you. I think it's okay. Like if you know, if you put a, a window, if you, mm-hmm. uh, if you got a dress shop and you're putting dresses out in the front window, I mean, you're not going to highlight the fact that there's a stain on one of the dresses or a tear. You're going to kind of hide we, that shit. I mean, we yeah, should. you're going to tell them before they buy. Be like, oh, by the way, right. there's a little bit of a stain right here. Are you okay with that? Yeah. You know, like we should have had Vin Clancy again for this. Like, oh, Vin- all of a sudden, it's turning into this is a. Basically, this question is: What's the ethical and unethical way to market your body? Ooh. Huh. That is that Again, is interesting. That's really hard for me because I have what is known as a textbook definition perfect body. Yeah. <laughs> so Ron is a ten. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like so and it's, it's like yeah, yeah right. it's real, real yeah, hard. Yeah. Did I tell you guys I started running this week? Did you really? Yeah. I'm a, I'm Do you know you don't burn many calories just running? No, but you know what? It makes Taylor. me feel <laughs> It makes me, I know, I know I should be doing, and I am doing other stuff, but I just started the running just to improve my cardio and just to get off my ass. Nice. And to get moving. And yet, guys, it turns out like I'm total fit bro right now. You're a fit bro, huh? Yeah, I'm I'm total fit bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Won't be able to stop talking about it at parties. Oh my God, there is a CrossFit gym by my house. (laughs) I I almost walked by and walked in and was like, hey, how much you guys charge for membership? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm not not there yet. This is not a bit, like, I, I don't know what CrossFit is. And so many people have talked about it for so long that it's like it's, it's like more of a way of life, Taylor. It's like <laughs> it's like I'm afraid to like even look it up because I'm ashamed of myself. I don't for know not what it is. What it, is. it has something to do with pushing a tire that's around. What I, yeah, I, yeah. That's in my yeah. head. It's like the the thing where you pick up a tire and that's right. what did we say that CrossFit yeah. is the the libertarian of physical fitness? No. Like liber- the, <laughs> oh yeah, CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Okay, I just made the connection. Okay, so two weeks ago I said uh-huh. that libertarians are the vegans of the political right, world. That was it. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. And now you're saying that CrossFit are the libertarians of the workout world. Yes, right. correct. Okay, I did the math. Like that, that checks out. <laughs> Do it. I think a lot of it is like lifting your own body weight. Um, well, it's just very strenuous physical activity, conditioning, cardio, and weights. Yeah, it's, so it's, like, really it's not a sustained cardio. It's like uh, you're up and you're down. You're up and you're down. And but you're, it's tough. It's really hard. I'm sure yeah. it's crazy tough. Yeah. But like, well, they also it's, it's it's also pushing yourself to an extreme. So it's like if you know you can do 40 squats, they'll be like mm-hmm. do 80, right. and you you. You eventually do as many as you can. So you're and you hiring throw up. bullies. Yeah, you're hiring bullies. <laughs> I, well, the weird thing about is, I think um, a couple of rules of life. I think if you should never get a haircut from a hairstylist whose hair you don't like, mm. and I think when you go into a gym and you see the trainers, like you shouldn't go into that gym and get, get a membership there if you don't like the way they look. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I see a lot of CrossFit people and they're jacked as shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to look like that. Like, yeah. There's, some, there's something weird about really? it. Like it looks like their muscles are trying to escape their body. Yeah. 
You know? I know what you're talking about. It's too too much definition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You don't want too much definition with with muscle. Yeah. I don't want to see me and Maddox like to keep it nice. Put some yeah. curves on that. A nice you know smoothness. I mean? <laughs> yeah, let's smooth that out. Smooth it out. Real nice. I'm smoothness. gonna disagree with you guys, but I, I appreciate your point. But, you know. <laughs> Rock therapist Kelly. Can I talk about what I've been doing for yes, exercise? Please. I started playing a sport called pickleball. Oh, and it I know sounds pickleball. like a joke. <laughs> yes. I actually played this on my cruise last week. It is the funnest shit ever. The best. Like, the best. it sounds so I'm dumb. Taylor, I'm a professional pickleball player. <laughs> okay. Okay. Honest to God, though, you play pickleball, you will enjoy it. I've never met anyone who plays pickleball who doesn't like it. Is the like ball it. in the shape of a pickle? No. No, no, no. So it's essentially tennis with Ping a pong. smaller thing, and it's like a, a, a wiffle ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and On a tennis ball court? You you can't play it on it, but it's a smaller one. Okay. And I'm telling you, it it more and more people like I'm I may be the first person or you, we might be the first people you hear this to. All you listeners out there, you might all be <laughs> playing fuck with pickleball. Y'all be playing pickleball in three three years. We're starting it. it it's, it's big really in fun. Florida and it's big in California. And once mm-hmm. it hits the Midwest, all of a sudden you're all gonna be like, "Wow, Taylor's so much better than me because he's got three years on me." Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna say that. Also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's Taylor's got really strong right. predictions on right. on like right. cryptocurrencies and pickleball. Right, uh, pickleball. <laughs> um, before <laughs> two things to invest in, yeah, Bitcoin, pickleball. Pickleballs. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want to buy some balls now, buddy? I mean, to be fair, I've lost. A lot of money on crypto. Like <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say pickleball. <laughs> I lost a lot of money on pickleball. Yeah, I've lost. Yeah, I'm really. I got taken to the cleaners on that whole pickleball thing. I don't know what I was oh thinking. Gosh, I bought a whole. I bought a whole like court. <laughs> I've lost a lot of friends from pickleball. Well, let's uh, let's get this back on track though. Before we wrap this up, uh, which has been an interesting debate, we got. I still want to hear an example of how you think it's false advertising. Well, like I said, if okay, if you if you have uh, that's not the whole kid thing. The kid that thing, we have, yeah. I think. That is this, total bullshit. Well, the story is bullshit, but yeah. it's it's a real potential thing, don't you think? Like, if you kids have, they all have a unibrows that okay. come out, and you, wouldn't you would like, you know, wouldn't you come? What like if your husband didn't disclose okay. that all he right. was Armenian? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so your know, Armenian husband got plastic surgery, uh-huh. and yeah, then yeah. all the kids come out with unibrows. Then you know how you deal with it is go okay, but you, the husband, has to pay for the plastic surgery. Okay, that's fair, but still, it's false advertising because I would be pissed if my kids came. Came out all with unibrows, and I didn't know like my wife had like unibrow mm-hmm. surgery. Uh, I think it's gonna be from your side of the family. here. You know what's funny though? Uh, unibrow looks really good on me. I've drawn one in before, and I'm like, this. Well, you got to wear it next well, show. I'll do it. You know what? Maybe I'll have a unibrow next show. So actually, here's how it happened. There's uh, a weird there was tangent a, we're going on. There was a girl. There was a girl I, I dated where um, when she, she was, was Crow Magnum. She was. <laughs> she, she was blind. No, no, almost because of me. But um, she was drawing on her um, her eyebrows uh-huh. right with a little pencil, whatever. And my favorite thing to do is just come up and like bump the back of her head <laughs> just a little bit, and she would like draw a little streak across her. And one day, one day, I got her really good, and she got pissed. She goes, "You know, you know what? I." I'm going to do it to you. I said, uh-huh. okay, fine. So she she goes, I can do anything I want. I'm like, go for it. So she sat down and like drew a bunch of garbage on my face and they gave me a unibrow. And I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, huh, I'll be t- this looks kind of good on me. I think, I think some guys can rock a unibrow. I'm one of those. I can rock a unibrow. I want to see it. Definitely. You got it. You're on. Next okay. week, I'm going to have a unibrow when you guys are watching Done. live. And one last uh, comment I want to read in the chat room. 
<laughs> so we can wrap this up. Catherine, Catherine in the chat room says, when you get into a serious relationship, being honest with your partner about both your physical health and mental health is crucial. That person deserves to know how to support you. I, mm-hmm. I cannot agree more with that statement. That's what's so frustrating is that if you know what it is and you're in a relationship, you, you still care and love. You just need to know how to react the exactly. right way totally. right. in order not to like it be codependent or anything but like to help through bad times and help support, understand support. Right. just for you to understand how you're supposed to feel when you hear certain Absolutely. right and it, like if you had a partner who needed insulin you you, you wouldn't hide that from your partner because right. they would need to know that it, uh, hey occasionally i might need some insulin if something mm-hmm. happens you know or, or if they're an alcoholic and you know i shouldn't be offering you alcohol every time we're going out like yeah. I, I really like I, I i've had i had a friend this week tell me that they were an alcoholic and i was like I respect you so much for telling me that. I'm never going to pressure you or put you in any bad situation, right. but like, thank you for telling me that. Yeah. The only thing I pressure my friends to do is play Pokemon Go, which, guys, I just posted my friend code on Facebook. Go ahead and add me there. But uh, Do you know you know what uh, people never have problems disclosing? Uh, if they're vegan. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking amen to that, dude. I mean... It's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Uh, but guys, now's your chance to vote on Mad Cat. By the way, people are killing it in the chat room. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's pretty Let's entertaining. Some of these- the pickleball, uh, the pickleball. This was, uh, Kevin said, uh, for her pickleball, she went, is the ball soaked in brine? <laughs> <laughs> and then she went for the people, the kids, if your kids have unibrow, she just go buy your kids some tweezers. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, buying your kids tweezers isn't going to solve it. It just grows back. That's how That's how hair works, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> just ask Ron and I. Just buy your kids. <laughs> no, man, you just get it. Like, you, you give them a Groupon for $1,000 to one of those laser places. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you're good. Right. I guess, yeah, you could laser it off. All right. Sure. Well, and then that's permanent. So is that considered? Is that considered oh, false advertising? Yeah, exactly. False adver- that's my whole point, shithead. I'm saying that it's false advertising. Anyway, guys, vote you might not have a unibrow, kids might. What? Well, this is our first date. I'm gonna have ugly kids now. Yeah, very disappointed in my in the in the beauty of my kids. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I got good genes. I'm not worried. Um, <laughs> guys, vote on MadCastMedia.com. The voicemail number is also on the website. But we should get a recap of last week's debate. Last week. Kelly, we debated, is marketing evil? What do you think? Ooh, it can be. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, we had a real uh, guy who kept waffling out of the, you know, which I was thinking like that legality is not a replacement for morality. Yeah, Uh that tweet started going viral. Yeah, I I totally thought of it. I saw a tweet like, you know, like slavery was legal. Uh Lots of stuff was legal that is we now consider immoral. And I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I say that on the podcast? That was a perfect (laughs) that was a perfect argument. Yeah, this tweet went super viral. It's got over 200, maybe 300,000 retweets or, or, or likes on it. But yeah, the guy was saying that it was illegal. Excuse me. It was legal to have slaves for a long time it was legal to discriminate and to kill jewish people what was illegal at the time was to protect jewish people Mm. and he said that his grandma who tried to protect some some jewish people in her attic Mm -hmm. was considered a criminal at the time right so legality is not a guide for morality Mm -hmm. essentially i mean oftentimes it is but not always now vin did say that the law usually gets it right not in all cases that's true yeah so he he, he did kind of mention that but a lot of people really liked Vin. Uh, you know, he was funny? great. Some, some people, I was reading some of the comments. It was, it was very divisive, though, because the people, I found that people who were in marketing or marketers uh-huh. loved Vin and other people who <laughs> weren't hated him. Okay, so I love Vin, but he didn't say anything. He didn't actually give any sort of answer to the whole question. Yeah, he well, he waffled out of it because we couldn't get to anything. Yeah, Because well, there was like, there's an, an objective like core that was just like... 
Yeah, so he kept going to objectivism as opposed to talking about the ethics, which was the whole point. Mm-hmm. Well, we have definitive results. What from did the, what the, did the people say? Yeah. The people said with 54% of the vote, no. They wow. said marketing is not evil. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Um, and then... It's <laughs> a lot closer than I... Yeah. yeah I, I, not, I thought it was going to be like a 90-10. Yeah, no, you know, it was a pretty interesting debate. I think we did With, with how much I argued... Like I, I would actually have to say that I, I am still on the side of marketing is not evil, even though I was kind of arguing. I don't know what I was. I, I, I think maybe it was a weird. Debate. You know, what? I don't think marketing is evil, but I think some marketers are. Mm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sure. That's that's yeah. a good way, that's a good way of putting it. So last week, the other part of the debate we asked is, does Taylor Nikolai deserve a promotion? Mm. Taylor, we've we've had these before. I don't believe I do. Yeah. Well. Well, a, what, a promotion to yeah a promotion. Uh, to a, well, a name we'll, change, a name change. Yeah, you get a title change. You get it. Yeah, I didn't think it was so much of a promotion as a, you know, just a better description. Yeah. Well, here we go. We put it to the to the <laughs> test, and the audience <laughs> voted with sixty six percent of the vote. Yes. Oh! Yay! <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. Because so. it's, if it's journalist in moderation, all they're saying is that I'm really bad at my job. Taylor, we'll no, see. I think I'm, it's I'm, just. I'm, I think it's perfect. Yeah, I we don't, love it. We don't know what the title is yet because I haven't said it. So you know, hold, oh. hold, hold oh. your horse. Hold, hold your so horse. We don't know yeah. what it is. So Taylor, Nikolai, I am proud to announce that you are going from junior journalist to journalist in moderation. Yay! <laughs> I love it. I'd like to thank the fans, my mom, my dad, yeah, and pickleball his, fans, and pickleball fans. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Taylor. You are now a Journalist in moderation, but we should get on to the voicemail. And then we got some quick news headlines with Taylor. But speaking of Taylor, last week or maybe a couple weeks ago, he brought in a story about how some scientists were creating a pizza that helps cure cancer. And I put out the call to have that scientists call into the show. And you would not believe it, Therapist Kelly. We get we get such a high rate of success of these people hearing our podcast and calling <laughs> in. Here is one. Here is the scientist who worked on the cancer. No. Pizza. Yeah, listen to this. Hi, Maddox and team. Um, I'm actually one of the scientists who created the cancer-curing pizza that you've been talking about so much recently. Um, We've been listening to your criticisms, and we'd just like to point out that we originally created anti-cancer bags of dicks, uh, but it turns out only the Maddox fans were eating them. Go fuck yourself. I love it. Love it. Love it. Correct. They were eating bags of dicks on this show. My my fans are. They usually are. Uh, And then Taylor... I got so much voicemail about this news story you brought in about this guy named Jonah Falcon, who supposedly has the world's largest penis. And it, we talked, it was like something like seven inches in girth. It, it was like 13 inches long and seven inches in girth. I don't, I didn't memorize his penis, but like my, my, my whole question the whole time oh was, God. I don't think he can have sex. Yeah, it's like a loaf of banana bread. Yeah, That's it's insane. well, we got a ton of voicemail about that. I Listen bet. to this. Hey, this is Jonah Falcon. Uh, this is how I talk. <laughs> uh, Taylor asked me um, how I'm able to have inter- intercourse with, uh, you know, my gigantic cock. Um, the only woman with a big enough vag is your mom, Taylor. Got him. <laughs> oh, fuck whales. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Another celebrity call-in. What? Two for two, man. I am just shocked and awed. Yeah. Mm. Well, we got more voicemails about this. Uh, Jonah Falcon. I can't believe Jonah Falcon listens to the show, but listen to this. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call uh, Taylor out for his uh, 
article on Jonah Falcon. Uh, yeah, that was news back in 1999. Uh, the guy, the guy with the large penis. Uh, I thought he was supposed to be doing current news, not news from when Maddox first started his website. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scraping news items from this week. Like Uh, maybe it was a story. No, it was fine. I liked the story. I'm not. I don't think that's a criticism. And but also, like I think the news was that he admitted that he was having sex with famous people. And like, I don't think he had done oh, that. Oh, he was lying about that. You know, it was I. An addendum. You know who I heard has a huge penis in Hollywood is um, Willem Dafoe. Oh, supposedly wow. has a huge penis. It's like a, a, a legend in Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. They sometimes if they don't have a red carpet, they just roll out Willem Dafoe's <laughs> penis. Ariana Grande publicly said that her now fiance has a large penis as well. She said on Twitter to some kid that he has a ten-inch penis. Gross. Well, here's a. How did we come to this? Yeah. Well, we came to it uh, through these voicemails, and here's one more about this. Listen to this from our from our own Jesse P.S. from Pot Awful. Listen to this. Hey Maddox, it's Jesse from Pot Awful. Remember me? Anyway, I heard you talk about Jonah Falcon, the guy with the biggest penis in the world. This actually isn't news. It had the largest penis on record for a long time now, and I heard you refer to it as maybe being a quote-unquote fluff piece. Well, unfortunately, (laughs) I can confirm that it is not. I've been Facebook friends with Jonah Falcon for years because I tried to get him as a guest on my show, and although he did decline, he didn't stop himself from sending me pictures of his penis every year on my birthday ever since. (laughs) Happy birthday to me, I guess. Okay, thanks. Bye. I mean, it's... Wow. Was he sending, like, erect penis pictures? Or... I think when you have the world's world's largest penis, even a flaccid penis beats most erect penises, you know? Yeah, I, uh... I mean, that's a... Can you pull this up? I gotta see this. Yeah, Stan Stan Morris in the chat room says he got a boner and broke his own record. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, we will will pull it up, but this is broadcast live. I don't think we can put a penis on YouTube. (laughs) I I just don't, like, I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind a dick pic sent to me if it was the world's largest dick, only just... for fascination just, purposes, just, just to enjoy, like this is the the Here biggest version yeah. of this. Yeah. You know, it'd be like yeah. just it's like a Great Dane. Like, yeah, you just want to see the biggest. Be like, dog. wow, or like it'd be like you know, if you see a dire wolf, you know, you're like, well, that's a fucking big ass dire big, wolf. Yeah, I want to see the biggest or smallest of something. Uh-huh. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time I was one of the biggest Snapchatters in the world, and I got penises <laughs> by the boatload every day. Oh my wow. god, penises. Yeah, huh. people like lucky boy. People would find my Snapchat <laughs> and just send penises. You just like. You just got like a hard drive full of dicks now. Yeah, talk about a hard drive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a voicemail. A couple weeks ago, we talked about, uh, I I mentioned that sexual objectification, I think, is potentially a good thing because we objectify people all the time. And the only time, the only reason you would think that sexual objectification is bad is if you think sex is bad. We got a voicemail about that. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I hope everyone's doing fine. So I think that the problem that we have in this society is not that we're sexually objectifying people. I think the problem is that we're sexually objectifying certain kinds of people. Now, for an unattractive woman, Obviously, it's going to be easier to just pull the feminist card instead of admitting to yourself that you don't fit the criteria of the beauty standards. 
So what I'm saying is, Maddox, you owned that debate last week. You had some really good points, and I think you're right. People need to stop demonizing sex. Um, sex is awesome, and therefore being a sex object isn't necessarily a bad thing. I uh, love you guys. Love the show. Greetings from Berlin, and fuck whales. Hey, how cool is that? All the way from Berlin. Wow. Yeah, we get callers all over the world. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, and then we, uh, Ron, your uh, your favorite caller, we got the bad ombre calling Oh, in. bad ombre. Because I talked about, so Therapist Kelly, I showed you before the show, it, you know, I'm trying this Nutrafol, the sponsor from last week's episode, and uh, and- Oh, that! Oh, how's it going? Yeah, it's. I mean, I just started it, so we'll see. But yeah, it, I noticed you're wearing a hat. Are I'm wearing you hiding. It? I wanted to be a surprise. Okay, right. yeah, you guys, you guys mm-hmm. will will have a reveal. The big okay. reveal. But I I showed you a picture of the of what I'm going for, which is yes. Zangi from Street Fighter Two, mm-hmm. and I lo- it, it looks like Mr. T to me. Yeah, like but, a yeah. like a white Mr. T. Yeah, totally. Pretty badass. Well, here's the bad hombre uh, calling in about this. Hey, Maddox. I hear you want to have a Zangief Mohawk. You pick a fucking game that has fucking people shooting fireballs out their fucking hands and they do fucking spin kicks and all that shit, like fantastic moves, and you want to look like the guy who doesn't do any of them. The guy who just punches and kicks real hard. Now, he's not even the one with the best fucking mohawk. It's fucking Birdie from Street Fighter Alpha. It's like he's got a fucking hole through his fucking mohawk. He can't beat that shit. Or you could have just stayed bald like fucking Sagat. He's the fucking biggest badass in the fucking game. Nah, you want to have a mohawk like that fucking dumbass Angus. Oh, I am Red Cyclone. You're a fucking pendejo, man. I swear to God, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, think I've ever heard him so worked up about anything before. I know he was like, "Yeah, why don't you have?" Well, Zangief just punches and kicks real hard. That's me. That's what I I punch and kick real hard. And the other thing about like here's the thing: my looks right mm-hmm. are informed by multiple Street Fighters. Okay, so he said Birdie. Birdie's Birdie's probably my all time favorite character from the series. He does have a really cool. He's a he's a black dude with a really cool mohawk and sick ass sideburns. I have sick ass sideburns. Mm-hmm. All right, that comes from Birdie. The eye patch from Sagat. My look at that. My logo uh, has an eye patch on it. Uh huh. Uh. And then now, if I get the mohawk, I'll have Zangief too. So you're welcome, guys. That's what I. I my entire my entire aesthetic is informed by Street Fighter Two. So is this? <laughs> do you disclose all of this on a first date? Right. Or? Exactly. No, I, I, it's, it's always false advertising. <laughs> um, here's another voicemail. This guy's talking about uh, marketing and porn being bullshit. Listen to this. Mm. Hey, Maddox, so I'll show you the most manipulative and worst kind of advertising. It's um, when you're beating off and you're on a porn website, and it says, oh, so-and-so is one mile away and what's the spot? Mm. That's <laughs> manipulative because, I mean, you never can't click on it. So, I mean, you do, and then it turns out that nobody wants to fuck you. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so, That's right. It just you. sounded like such sincere heartbreak. It, it, it really yeah. did. It really did. Yeah. One time he was like, "You know, I am going to click on this. Yeah, right. I'll, exactly. I'll see who wants to fuck me." Turns out nobody. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got. Uh, I'll play uh, two more voicemails here. We got to wrap this up soon. But uh, I talked about how a couple episodes ago I tried to give the flu to a spider. Uh, that I saw in my in my little walkway. Oh, I walked by this little fucker every day and thought, you know what? You get sick too. So I started coughing on him. Well, believe it or not, this is three for three. He called into the show. Listen oh. to this mm-hmm. the spider that I gave the flu to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maddox. It's me. 
the spider you gave the flu to. Oh my God. <clears throat> Guess what? It didn't work. <clears throat> Me and my 897 offspring are on our way to kill you because <clears throat> we're arrogant and now we're immune. <laughs> so why was he coughing if it didn't work? Exactly yeah. thinking the same thing. Was it a smoker's cough? Yeah, he may have been a smoker. That's, mm, okay. that's it was a real dry cough. Yeah. Fucking spiders. And then uh, we got another voicemail. We got this guy who calls in uh, most weeks. He goes by the real Christian atheist. I've played a lot of his voicemails, but I noticed something about his voicemails. They all start the same. Mm. And he leaves a lot of them sometimes. I don't even get to play play uh, play them some weeks, but I do listen to all of them. But I wanted to bring in a little montage of some of the intros to his voicemails just from this week alone. I think you guys will get a kick out of this. Listen to this, The Real Christian Atheist. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. So, I hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. So, I was in an argument with a fellow. Uh, hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. So, I saw this at the halfway point, but after finishing it, hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. Up. I liked how you guys talked about, you know, last names, meaning. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. Uh, sometimes I'll be drunk watching, like, your Maddox news show. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. Does the hair growth thing work on tubes? i love those voicemails because they're just like you know stream of consciousness and he just like tells me what he's thinking and and a lot of them are really informative uh he puts a lot of thought into them Mm -hmm. but does it work on pubes (laughs) i will find out we'll find out guys because i do have before and i'm gonna be taking before and after pictures (laughs) wow god how do you get roped into this i think if if a guy sends a dick pic he should send it like next to that dick pic of that Jonah Falcon oh, dude, oh, just no. for scale. Oh, I, you know? oh no, nope. nope. Yeah, no. that's just, just you know, waiting to when happen. You're, when your parents ask you, it's like, oh, hey, Ron, you got a new uh, new house? Yeah, let me send it next to the the uh, a picture of a mansion for scale. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna send a dick pic, I think that like because too many get sent out, I feel like this would tone down on it. Uh, like mm-hmm. a dick, like mm-hmm. like an algorithm would recognize that you're trying to send a dick pic, and then it would also send the world's largest <laughs> penis, just so you can see. And I think that would decrease dick pics. I see a ginormous so, amount. So ed, le, Congress should legislate on that. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Taylor, to get the U.S. government involved. <laughs> Taylor, what do you, you got? Some quick news headlines for us. New sex robots may turn down steamy romps if they are not in the mood. Oh, mm. gosh. Wow. It's a fucking appliance, man. Are you? That's very interesting. Love robots have been invented with the intelligence to go on strike and shut down completely if pestered when not in the mood. Sexbot Samantha's ability to say no was demonstrated to an audience of stunned academics. Yeah, stunned. Stunned. Stunned academics <laughs> at one of the UK's leading science villages. The robot has sensors hidden under her skin so she can respond to affection like a real-life human. Wow. This is this is a debate topic that we can have. We went right, we just like skipped the fun of having a sex robot right into having a sex girlfriend. Yeah, like this is yeah, just, it, it, that's it, just you just have I, a girlfriend. I totally agree. I was thinking the same thing that people get the robots because they're not getting the sex. Yeah. And then if the thing's gonna say no to you, like what's the point? Yeah. Somebody's gonna go to jail jail for uh raping sex robots. Exactly. My gosh, it's true. that's what's you're, coming. You're it, it is right. an interesting thing to say, wait, do you need consent to have sex with a robot. Right. Well, fucking, where do you draw the line? You need consent to have sex with your vacuum cleaner. You need consent to have sex with right. your watermelon. Like, where do you draw the line? <laughs> well, you I mean, I'm a little freaked out because I usually put my dick in the washing machine. <laughs> and I've actually never asked if it was okay. I just kind of put it on the spin cycle and let it go. <laughs> so am I going to jail? 
Um, but I wonder why they did this. Like, I, I'm very curious, like, why they changed the... I'm curious, too. I, I, mean, I guess, I yeah, guess. Well, or, or maybe to teach the the men how to, you know, ask gently. Ask, I don't know. Yeah, Wait, I don't you know. know what? Next next version of the sex robot. Now you have to take the robot out on a date. And <laughs> you have to meet its parents. And, oh, my God. This yeah. is amazing. Oh. People's egos get bigger after meditation and yoga, says a new study. In a paper due to be published in the journal Psychological Science, researchers note that spiritual Buddhist practices like yoga and meditation may not do what proponents typically say they do, according to the study authors. Ego quieting is a central element of yoga philosophy and Buddhism alike. That element and its presumed implications require serious rethinking, they write. Moreover, ego quieting is often called upon to explain mind-body practices, well-being benefits. In contrast, we observed that mind-body practices Practices boost self-enhancement, and this boost in turn elevates well-being. Wait, what? I, I'm not. I'm not picking up what they're putting down here. What are they saying? So they're saying that when you do yoga, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to suppress your ego when you do it, and it's supposed to make you more humble or something. Yeah, that's what I think of people who do a lot of yoga. <laughs> real humble. Because I see that shit on Instagram, all those crazy poses they're doing on boulders and shit. You're just jealous because you can't touch your toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like, like, so like, uh, people. So they're saying like, people with uh, the the yoga gives you like a meditation gives you an ego. I bet it's just confidence. That's all it is. I bet it's just a yeah. Of course, it gives you ego because you like you know stretchable and flexible, and you look tight as fuck. But like the whole process is to ego quiet or make your ego less, Uh so that you're able. to- How am I gonna make my ego less though when I'm so fuck ass woke? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yoga is the. What, okay, yoga is the CrossFit of meditation. <laughs> <laughs> you actually can't do yoga and not tell someone that you do yoga. It's true. It's yeah. impossible. It's like people it's the, who don't have a TV. Yeah. yeah. It's the first rule of yoga. Yeah, it's like people who don't have a TV or they people don't eat you. sugar. Yes. Oh, I don't eat sugar anymore. Uh. Yeah. Four in ten <laughs> people have deleted a social media account in the past year to due to privacy worries, Good. study says. Amen to that. Edelman surveyed 9,000 people in Brazil, Canada, China, France, Germany, India, and the United Arab Emirates, UK, and US for the study that was published as part of the Cannes Line International Festival of Creativity in France. The social media study builds on Edelman's annual trust barometer revealed at the World Economic Forum in Davos in January. Huh. So people are deleting their social media. Well, which Good. ones are they deleting, though? You know? It's got to be Facebook. I mean, I just got rid of my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I met a guy at VidCon who was like a developer for MySpace. Wow. Like way back in the day. I yeah. think it got sold to like the Philippines or something. I wish so I kind of kept crazy. it. Yeah. Didn't yeah. Justin Timberlake owned it? Yeah, Justin. Yes. Like I think he still does. It's still his company. And then News Corp, News Corp had it before him. That was Fox News, Rupert Murdoch's company. But uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think... Like, are we all going to have Facebook when we're 60? I hope not. Facebook is like for old people. This yeah. is like what I've heard. Like, it's not it's, hip anymore. No, it's like for But they old still people. have like, what was um, uh, when we had the marketer guy on, he sold to that Facebook has like a billion monthly active users. Instagram yeah. has 1.3 billion. Yeah. 
Like, even if it's a couple people deleting it, like, this thing is around to stay. Facebook, I yeah. had no idea it was that many people, Oh, it's, it's it's a lot. And not only that, but it is it accounts for about 45% of all internet traffic. All internet... Really? Yeah, I think it goes directly wow. to Facebook. And the other, like, the other 55% is actually uh, Jonah Falcon's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Two people are, are trying to download it at the same time. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to ding for you, I yeah. think. Yeah. I need a bigger monitor. Yeah, yeah they, if they, it... If it wasn't for Facebook Messenger, I wouldn't go on Facebook like at That's all. That's the only thing that I actually... Well, what I like about Facebook Messenger, at least for doing stand-up, is that you can see... Like, you know, like, like Mac mail is just the most like aggressively unorganized thing in the world. So with Facebook, it's just nice to have a thread of old conversations there that I could oh. scroll up hate it. and see what was there. I hate love it. it. No, I, I, I hate that because... Why do you hate that? How if is I, that not useful? I'll tell you how. Uh, I was going to book a guest on the show. And I met her at a party, and I mm-hmm. thought that was the first time I've met her. I completely forgot that mm-hmm. I not only had met her, but I've old, I was already Facebook friends with her. And, <laughs> and, I, and when I pulled up the, her Facebook page, I thought, oh, cool. Um, we're already friends. This will be easy. So I, I pulled up the Messenger tab, right? I mm-hmm. click Message. And these, there's only one message to her from me. <laughs> and I was hitting on her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. I was hitting. I like asked her out on a date, and she didn't reply. And I was like... Oh man! So now, if I respond, so do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah! This is this, that is a terrible, terrible feature to have. Yeah, oh. it's awful. And then another time too, I have a friend who I think at one point we had you know kind of a disagreement or something, and it was years ago. And we've since become like really close, and everything's fine. And you know we patch things up. Mm-hmm. But the last Facebook conversation we had was this stupid petty argument that we got into. And so I wanted to send her a message, invite her to my birthday party, and I, I saw that message. I'm like, well, not bringing that up again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you, we need to send like you need to just send a ton of pictures like as a page break. Ah. Uh, you know, or just <laughs> right, some weird right. like, hey, look at this funny meme. You know, yeah. like of a. I hate that, and I also hate when it notifies you that you that the other person has seen your message. Oh, right. Hate that. Yeah. Indian police on Thursday said rats nibbled through more than a million rupees of banknotes after busting into a cash machine in the country's northeast. The rodent heist in Assam state was only detected by bank officials after locals complained that the ATM was faulty and had stopped dispensing cash. Police told the AFP the rats munched through an estimated 1.2 million rupees. You want to guess how much money, American money that is? How much? Like 40 bucks? 18 grand. (laughs) That's pretty sad. Worth of hard currency, the local media reported. Images showed an upend ATM filled with torn and shredded 500 and 2,000 rupee bills. Hey, the the rats went to the doctor, get a diagnosis afterwards. You know what he said? Your diet's too rich. All right, guys, I'm out. It was good to see you. Yeah, I actually liked it. I thought it was funny. That's all I got. Got a, got a dad without kids over here. Yeah, dad jokes. Anything else, Taylor? I got a couple more. Do you want me to keep Let's going? Let's do one more because we got to wrap this up. Do you want a sadder one or a dumb one? Dumb one. Kathy McVeigh learned the hard way that a hot dog can hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It just came out of nowhere <laughs> and hard, she uh, said. What? Un- these are, I'm actually reading what the news okay. said. 
On Monday night, McVeigh was at the Phillies game. She was seated behind home plate when Philadelphia fanatic Uh rolled out onto the field with his hot dog launcher. The green mascot started firing away into the stands. The fanatic shoots real hot dogs, and they're wrapped in duct tape. On Monday night, she ended up in the emergency room for a CAT scan to make sure she didn't uh, suffer from her concussion. She is black and blue and very sore. Her facial injuries I, oh, need to be iced every 20 minutes. Oh my god. You look at her pictures of her, it's like, whoa, that was done with a hot dog? Wow. Yeah, well, but also wrapped in duct tape. And a Why? launcher. Yeah, in a launcher. Why wrapped in duct tape? Sounds like it'd be hard to get to the hot dog. I think we just stumbled upon the answer to the gun control epidemic is that just to take away all the guns but to replace them with hot dog guns right. i mean we tried to replace them with paintballs the other day where people were still getting killed still getting but killed yeah at least hot dogs will be kind of hilarious we gotta sate our need and desire to fire things in each other's faces we can't not do that look at, look at Catherine's comment assault with deadly wiener <laughs> that's great <laughs> Bravo. Well, thank you, Taylor, for the news. Therapist Kelly, thank you for thank joining you us so again. Much. It's always a pleasure. We love, love having you here. back. The fans love you. You're fan- you're always a fantastic guest. Let's do it again soon. Thank and you. Uh, the book comes out, you said, on the... On the 26th. On the 26th. Thank and so you. It's, it's geared more for, for... For kids with ADHD. For kids with ADHD. Yeah. So for the kids themselves or the, for the parents? It's for the kids to do, but the parents can help. Oh, fascinating. Okay, that's great. That's a, That sounds like it's serving a really important need because um, it seems like a lot of books are written geared for mm-hmm. adults. Exactly. Sure. Okay, very fascinating. Well, thank you again, thank Therapist you so Kelly, much. for coming on the show. Thank you to the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Always a pleasure, Maddox. Thank you to the journalists in moderation. <laughs> thank you guys for uh, voting. <laughs> Most of all, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, Maddox. Kylo Ren here. If someone on the left is fiscally liberal and socially liberal, and someone on the right is fiscally conservative and socially conservative, What's a libertarian? Fiscally liberal and socially awkward. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> and then That's we got a pretty to... good impression, actually. I mean, maybe it was actually him, but wait, was that a real person? Kyle, Kylo Ren is the oh from Star Wars. From Star Wars. Oh, that's right. He did sound like Kylo Ren. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, here's a. Here's... Yeah, didn't you get that when he said, "Hey, this is Kylo Ren." <laughs> right. I thought he said Tyler Ben or this something. Is I don't Kylo know. Ren yeah, from Kylo Star Ren Wars. From Star Wars. And we got one more voicemail. I always like to play these, but uh, here's one we'll, we'll end with. Uh, hi, Maddox and gang. I was just wondering. Fuck. That's funny. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>